Hello and welcome to Medical News Review with me, Shiv Mystery, talking about all things medicine that I find intriguing in what is my 10th episode. Today's one is about a recent advancement in the pursuit to find new cures for prostate cancer, which has the potential to become a new treatment in the future. So, just a quick review of the topic before I expand on it later. A few weeks ago, a paper was published detailing the protein responsible for hormone treatment resistance, which can lead to the prostate cancer therapy becoming obsolete in patients. The protein has become a target for researchers to focus on in their pursuit to find new treatments. In this episode, I will give a brief overview of what the prostate is and what it does, that should be fun, the different types of treatment, and how hormone therapy can become obsolete along with the consequences of this. The prostate is a satsuma-sized gland found in the pelvic region, responsible for the creation of a certain white fluid. Yeah, I shall leave it at that. Early symptoms of cancer in this area include having trouble urinating and doing that more frequently. Sometimes the cancer might be localised to the prostate, however other times it might have spread to other areas of the body, which is much more serious. If the cancer is found to be localised to the prostate and poses no immediate threat, the tumour can be actively surveyed. This means regular checks and scans to monitor the growth of the tumour and hormone treatment. Prostate cancer cells can use testosterone to fuel growth and androgen receptors are needed for this. Hormone therapy reduces the number of androgen receptors and slows tumour growth in the form of androgen deprivation therapy. However, if the tumour poses an immediate threat to a patient, other treatments are used. This can involve removing the prostate or radiotherapy, killing the cancerous cells with radiation. Some more novel treatments include brachytherapy, which means delivering the radiation directly inside the prostate to minimise damage to other tissues, cryotherapy, killing cancer cells by freezing them, and finally high-intensity focused ultrasound, or HIFU, and this involves using sound waves to kill the cancer cells with heat, though this is still in the clinical trial phase. However, most of these treatments result in ED. Despite this, some prostate cancer cases are only found in the advanced stages when the cancer has metastasized, and in these cases, the focus is more on prolonging life. This can be achieved by radiotherapy, chemotherapy, or hormone therapy. So, I mentioned before androgen deprivation therapy, but how do tumours become immune to it? Cancer cells use the hormone testosterone to fuel their growth and division, but to utilise the chemical, androgen receptors are needed. As stated before, androgen deprivation therapy focuses on reducing the number of androgen receptors so tumour growth is slowed and sometimes even reversed. However, over time the cancer cells can produce splice variants, specifically ARV7, a type of receptor resistant to the hormone therapies, meaning androgen deprivation no longer works. In these cases, steroid treatments are often used to deal with the resistance, but these have a host of side effects. The production of splice variants is mediated by a specific protein, by the name of JMJD6, and it's this recent discovery that is important. 
Removing JMJD6 from a patient's system can prevent hormone therapy resistance and remove the time constraints on how long hormone therapy can be used before the cancer cells become immune to it. Which is good, it means that those who are actively surveying their prostate cancer can stay doing this for longer, and those undergoing treatments for tumours might potentially have a more effective recovery plan. Researchers have found that the protein has a cavity that makes it amenable to small compound binding to potentially block its function, which means that scientists should be able to develop a drug to block JMJD6. They also showed that if they produce mutations within the cavity, then the protein is no longer able to function. These two weaknesses will most probably be exploited by scientists in their pursuit to find a drug that neutralizes the protein. JMJD6 plays a large role in lots of different cancers, so any drug developed will be useful for lots of different areas. Any drug that might arise is still quite a few years away, it's probably at least five years until the first clinical trials. The drug would be taken in conjunction with hormone therapy, which is either used in conjunction with radiotherapy to treat the cancer or just on its own when active surveillance is in place. However, with over 12,000 men dying from prostate cancer every year, any new treatments, no matter how trivial they might seem in the long run, are welcome and useful. So that was JMJD6, a notorious protein in the cancer world that scientists are now starting to understand better, and with this comes the potential for new treatments, though these might be quite a while off. Look forward to another special episode soon, where I hope to have Alex and Josh back to talk about prions, but anyways, thank you for listening, hope you learned something, and until next time. <laughs>